0: Hello, hello, my beautiful friend. So today we are
1: talking about how to increase your revenue in your beauty business with email marketing. And I have a special guest that will be joining me live. Her name is Barbara Murphy Shannon. And we're gonna be talking about email marketing. We're going to talk about email sequences, how to nurture your audience. Barbara's spilling all of her secrets today. I'm so excited that she's here. Before I let her introduce herself, I'm going to tell you a little background story. Barbara and I go way back. We both worked for Dr. Dennis Gross and he had a skincare line called MD Skincare. It's now called Dr. Gross Skincare. You might have heard of it. It's in all of the spas and retail and so forth. And Barbara was a skincare rep in Arizona and around that area. And so I was doing the education. I would visit Barbara and we'd go to these spa accounts and train them. So she's been in the spa industry, beauty industry for a long time. We go way back. But one fun story I want to tell you about Barbara before she shares all of her credentials is that Barbara is very athletic. She grew up doing all of these things. I myself am not athletic. So Barbara took me hiking (laughs) on Camelback Mountain. And let me just tell you, I got over the first hump. My legs were shaking. I was almost in tears. I was like, we have to go back. She's like, no, we got one more hump or so to go. We got more to go. I was like, no, 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 (laughs) we gotta go back. We gotta go back going up wasn't hard it was the going down but it was a lot of fun and i'm glad we did it i'm glad she challenged me and you will be glad when you hear all the juicy goodness that she has to share with you about email sequences so it might be hard and challenging but she's gonna guide us through it, just like that hiking on the mountain. She's gonna guide us on the journey and she has a special gift. If you stay to the end, she has a special gift to make it easy for you. So welcome, Barbara. Tell them a little bit about your background and how you got into marketing, skincare, that type of thing.
2: Sure, sure. Thanks, April. Oh my God, I forgot that story though. (laughs) And I've I've done that to a number of people where I'm like, come on, (laughs) on, we could just go up everybody's like what no i don't do that
1: it's major
2: yeah that's funny well yeah we've known each other for oh i don't know 30 plus years i've been in the spa beauty wellness industry more than 30 years we don't have to age myself (laughs) but a long time just recently our 2017 I decided to have a little career change so I went back to school I got my degree in psychology my master's degree in psychology thought I wanted to go into life coaching even though you sometimes think you want to do something what happens is the universe tells you what's going to happen <laughs> what happened was is people started coming to me for business consulting and they wanted me to help them with their business and grow their business and the people that are in my industry you know like reiki masters yogis Skincare professionals, you know, all the beauty people. And I was like, okay, this, you know, the universe is speaking. I should listen. So I took that knowledge of psychology and turned that into more of a writing business industry. And again, I had clients that's a meditation instructor and a teacher, and she's really big in the industry. And I just started to write all of her emails and her web pages, and super successful, not to brag, but one reason she had a great list she just wasn't leveraging that list she wasn't using her list to build her business and to promote her programs i mean the first email sequence that i wrote for her she sold out her program in two weeks and she's like i've never had that happen before and the people responded like i felt like you were talking to me so there is definitely and this woman has written best-selling novels it's not that she's not a writer it's just a different kind of writing when you write emails so, and we can talk about that more. So yeah, so I started a company called Foreplay Copy, which is my agency for email copywriting. Yeah. Um, and I work predominantly with people in my industry that I've had 30 years experience with. So, you know, fitness, meditation, beauty, skincare, Plus, of skincare people, because again, I know what it's like to sell skincare. Yeah. I'm, I'm not an esthetician, <laughs> but I understand that side. So I have a strong sales and marketing background which really helps with when writing these emails that help to sell your products and services
1: yeah yeah i so love that yeah and you know it's interesting because it's funny how all of these paths kind of come together right it's like you always take that past experience and that adds to your future experience and you know you have that skincare knowledge you kind of know this industry And you know the psychology of the words, you understand the writing and the sales behind it as well. So it all goes together. So you probably know better than anybody, the stats, it used to be, you would hear things like email is dead, but now talk to us about the ROI, the return on investment with email.
2: The thing about with email marketing is that you get to control the narrative. So. When you're nurturing your clients or potential clients, tell them your story. You can tell them your origin story. You can ask them questions, which is great. And they respond. You know, you can have a conversation. So what I have heard is the ROI is 40% higher than social media. Yes. Now, again, you talk to a social media expert, they're going to go, email's dead. (laughs) (laughs) I think what it comes down to is we have all these mediums and you can't ignore email, or you can't ignore social media. You just can't ignore either one. Yeah. You have to use both as to grow your business in 2022. You have to use both of those in your business and other things. Of course, you know, if you're trying to drive traffic to your website, paid ads, of course you're going to have paid ads, but yeah. once you get them on the website in your opt-in. Now it's time to nurture that relationship. And that's where email marketing
1: comes in. Yeah. And I think also understanding there's a term that is kind of out there and we were talking about it a few weeks ago about omnipresence and about feeling like your brand is everywhere. I mean, it used to be that it's like seven touches to get a client where somebody needs to see your brand seven times, but Google now says it's like 22. So we need to be in front of them getting their attention, top of mind, not only on social, but in their inbox so that when they're thinking about their problem, they're thinking about you, and when they see you come up in their inbox, they're thinking about their problem more. And therefore, you're the solution, or you have the solution, right? So it's just kind of reminding them. It's being top of mind, and so it's all of these avenues. There's not just one right path, like you said. It's all of these avenues that add up.
2: Right, and they all have their strength, their pros and cons. And I think for me, for email, the thing is that, again, you can nurture that relationship. And so, I mean, I love stories and Instagram, but the problem is it goes away, right? I can send you an email today and you might not get to it till tomorrow, but you get to read it. And I'm kind of a geek about emails because I save everybody's emails because I love to read, read them. And I have them all fine, my Google account. And sometimes I'm like, I remember reading a really good email about XYZ and I go search for it and i have it you know it doesn't go away unless google decides to erase my stuff yeah. but that they happen you can they,
1: they'll just ask you to pay for more storage that that's long. exactly but, yeah that's exactly it that that's happened to me recently yeah so what are some like false beliefs about email or mistakes that you see people make we know we need it right we've heard the stats right. we know that we need to continue to build that connection with our audience and that is going to help keep us top of mind and that we're the go-to. But where do people kind of go wrong or what are some mistakes that they make?
2: The number one that I've always heard is like that they started too late. So if you haven't started, you know, email list, start today. It's like, what is the saying about planting a tree? You know, when's right. the best time to plant a tree? 20 years ago or today? So today. So if you haven't started... My advice would be just start today, just start collecting. It's really easy. Even if you put something simple on your website that like, you know, get up to date news, get up to date promotions, whatever, you know, click here, put your email and just ask for their email on their first name, less friction, the best less yeah. friction. And that's all you need. And then an email service provider, they're all over the place, but there's ones like FlowDesk, which is super easy to use. And I think it's $19 a month. So it's not a huge investment. Once you get to a certain level with the number of people you have, you can go into those bigger EPS, ESPs, you know, but don't start spending like $100 a month until you grow your list. Right. And with, with Flowdesk, it's super easy. They have great templates. You can write simple. You can do text only. You can do some with graphics. Now, there's a stat. They have found that text only beats graphic ones with lots of images. It's two to one as far as open rates and click rates.
1: I've heard that like if you put more images in our graphics or links, it doesn't always get through the filter. So maybe that's probably why, right?
2: That's one of the reasons. The other reason is when we get a text-only email, we feel like someone's writing it to us personally. Even though most likely are automated. Right. But you can automate, put your first name and put your name in the middle of the paragraph, anywhere. But it just feels like someone is actually writing to me personally, not everybody, not 30% off, you
1: yeah. know? Yeah. Now. It doesn't feel like a yeah. newsletter. It feels like a real letter. Right,
2: right. And so people feel like it was personally sent to them. They're more likely to read it, they're more likely to click through it. And the one mistake I do see people do with this is even though it's text only, don't forget in your signature to say who you are, because I've got ones where I don't even know who, like, who is this person. I might have clicked on their sign up for their email, but then I forget who they are. So don't forget to put your professional email signature, maybe have some PSs on how they can connect with you. So just don't forget that part of it. But I do plain text emails to all my email lists and my prospects and clients.
1: Oh, that's good to know. It's interesting because I heard this stuff that like most people, if they skip to the bottom, they read the PS. Like the PS could be like the most important part. So don't skip the PS.
2: I scan, everybody scans. If you don't have time, you go to the PS and just try to get to the gist of what yeah. What do you want? What telling me? What do you need? What do I need to do? Exactly. Yeah. That's a myth too, where if you do have a welcome sequence, a lot of people say, well, you can't sell in your welcome sequence. Of course you can. Of course you should. I was think about the analogy. You go into a store and you're like starving and you grab all this food and you're like, I can't wait to eat. And you go to the counter and the gal says, oh, I'm sorry, you're new. You have to wait till I, you come in here three times before I'll let you buy anything. That's crazy. So, yes, I would put it in the PS. I wouldn't put it in the, the copy of the letter. I put it in the PS like, hey, if you're ready to work with me, here's how to do it, whatever it is that you sell or product or service.
1: Yes, yeah. So at the beginning, you're having that connection with them, but they're coming to you for a reason. So some people are further along on that journey, right? Some people are very intuitive, and they know, like, this is what I want. And then others, like, they might be more intellectual, they might need to process it more. And they might need stats on why you're the best fit for them or why you are the go-to beauty artist. And they need to, they might need to be warmed up a little bit more, but there are some people that are just ready to go. So you don't, like Barbara said, you don't wanna lose out on those people. So I love those tips.
0: And that's a great
1: analogy.
2: Everybody's different in their journey. And that's one of, you know, that people will say, well, what do I write? Well, that's it. If you solve a problem, tell them how you solve the problem. You know, tell them the misconceptions about whatever product or service that you're selling so they can get more information. You know, give them value. You yes. know, the biggest thing about the emails, I have, and I'm sure you do too, there's certain people, when I get an email from, I open it like that because I know I'm going to have value, like love what they wrote. It's not just trying to sell me, sell me, sell me. If they are selling something, that's fine because they're still giving me value. Yeah. And then again, going back to like selling in the first email, it's okay. Like my daughter's getting married in September and we're talking about, you know, getting eyelashes. Well, you know, I don't Know who I'm gonna go to at this point, right? Yeah. But i of clicking around and getting on people's email lists, and then they start nurturing me. When I'm ready to buy, I'm gonna buy from that person that I like, know, and trust, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations on your daughter. That's exciting. Yeah.
2: yeah. Gonna That's- be awesome. Making those grease.
1: Oh, I love Mykonos. It's so beautiful. So beautiful. Okay, so I want to just clarify, because some people might not understand what a welcome sequence is. So let's back that up and explain just a few things. So if you're brand new to, you're just like, I just learned the skill of my permanent makeup or my lashes. I didn't really learn all of this marketing. So Barbara's saying that on your website, you'll have what's called usually an opt-in box where they can sign up and we've all done this, so you know this, we've all seen where we give our name and our email, sometimes for a free PDF or a newsletter or something of value. You can set that up very easily on your website and start collecting that list. And then what she's saying is when you have those people, you can start them into a sequence and I'll let Barbara kind of explain how this works, but you set it up one time, this automation, and then it works for you, kind of like a machine that continues to run in the background of your business. Barbara, will you explain that welcome sequence and kind of how that's laid out?
2: Sure, sure. So with every email service provider, there's automations built in. And welcome sequence can be three emails up to seven. It really depends on the product and service that you're selling. Higher ticket, more longer sequence usually. But three, good. I mean, three is a great place to start and basically write those emails in advance and you put them into the automation. And so there's a trigger in your email service provider. So anytime someone like clicks on that opt in that's on your website. They automatically go into the segment and they'll start getting these emails and you get to decide if they get day one, then day two, day three, you pick that in your service provider. And a good like basis for the emails is the, the first one is, of course, like, oh, I'm so excited that you opt in for my newsletter program, whatever it is. And I'm really excited to learn more about you. Can you tell me, you know, what problems or challenges are you facing? Give them a question. That's because they're four times more engaged in the welcome sequence than a standard email because they're excited about whatever you're selling, whatever was on your website. They're excited. That's why they opted in. So ask them a question. Engage them. The there's two folds of that one great market research two it gives you a higher deliverable rate because now you're going back and forth yes and the second, you can then now tell them something about you say hey i want to tell you how i got into the lash business it's this a crazy story you know and tell stories tell stories about like oh my god yeah i was like you know went into this salon and i saw this girl with these beautiful eyelashes and i was like oh. I want those and then i have them and now i want to give them to everybody or whatever the whatever your origin story And it doesn't have to be over the top and it doesn't have to be something crazy people just would like to know about you and want to know how you got into the business so they have a little connection with you
0: yeah and yeah. Then you
2: can if you want and then if it's only three on the third one maybe that's where you say hey if you have been thinking about lashes maybe you have a wedding coming up yes. <laughs> right?" I'd love for you to like, you know, come in and do a free consultation, whatever it is. I'm just throwing this out of the you know, air. I, I'm not sure how you sell your products and services, so don't take this for verbatim, but I'm just <laughs> saying, maybe you would just say, come in for a consultation. I don't know if, you know if that's something you do. That's something as someone who's looking at eyelashes, I would do. Yeah. <laughs> just so you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, kind of think about the journey that your customer is on and what do they need to hear, see, Think, believe as social proof from you that you're the go to person, that you're the one for them, that you know what you're talking about, that you know your skills, that you care about them, that you understand their problem. And you can just, and also, like Barbara said, your story, and then also reflecting back to them why that's important to them and why that's of service to them. And so you can have this sequence where you've created these emails once, and we're going to have a little gift for you. So hang tight. Barbara's going to make this easy for you. I'm just teasing that at the end. She's going to tell you how you can do this easier and how she'll help you with this. But then this sequence, anybody that is coming into your business kind of online, right? Learning about your business will get this. So it's kind of like you do it once and it continues to work for you. That's the beauty of these things. So it's a marketing that you invest the time and the money in to get it right because this is how people are gonna learn about your brand. They're gonna connect with you and your services. So that's a great way. And there's different sequences, but the welcome sequence is definitely when they first are learning about your brand. And so that's so important for them to kind of get to know you and you share how you can help them. So, so good, yeah. And when you look at, you know, we talked about like the traps that people kind of fall into or the mistakes that they make, maybe asking enough questions, because I love that tip of when you ask a question, that person responds back to you. The great thing about that is Google or whatever the, you know, Gmail, whatever the service provider is, will say, oh, these two know each other right and so you're more likely to go into the primary folder versus the promotions or the spam right and so just by them responding so one like barbara said not only do you get to know your customers and know what their words are and their pain points and the language they're using but you also get to build that connection even faster what are some other tips that you might have for us Barbara, when it comes to email.
2: Yeah, I think too, um, a lot of times when people are selling products, they'll be, um, you know, they don't care about my story, they, you know, they just care about the discounts, which it's, it's totally wrong. We do care about your story. If you think about, again, about the brands that you really love, there's a connection there. It's not because they're offering 30% off, you know, and, and another analogy is like if you walked into a store and you're looking for something and someone jumps out of you hey 30% off 30% off you're like whoa you know that's a little like you know take it back it's like I always say uh, email marketing is kind of like dating you know you got to get to know each other a little bit you got to like talk to each other you got to communicate you got to talk about yourself and how you you know got where you are and you know find out what their problem is what's how can you help them and build value like if you already know like the number one Five things that people have misconceptions about the product that you sell, then you need to share that, because that person that's probably just opted in for your email is asking all those questions. And why not answer them right at the beginning? Right. Both of those objections right
1: away.: Yeah. Yeah, so good. Okay, so we've talked about, first of all, you know the ROI, again, 40 percent higher than social media. I've even heard stats about like the more emails you send, the more sales you make. But we know how important it is. We know that we need to continue to connect with our clients. We need to build that relationship. We need to be omnipresent and they need to continue to see us. But here's where we go, ooh, but I don't have enough time or I don't know what to say or any of the things that might come up, right? Like, I don't know how to do it or how to set it up. Barbara has a solution, Barbara. Tell them about the special gift that you have and why this is so important for them.
2: Yeah, so I have a template for your welcome sequence, and it's step by step. It'll guide you. You're just going to have to fill in the blanks, and you can just set it up. The only thing you have to do is get that email service provider. And again, if you have questions about that, I'm glad to help you with it. But this will just be like fill in the blanks and you'll have your welcome sequence all set up. And then once, like April said, once it's set up, it's automation. You don't have to think about it ever again. Just, you won't. All you're gonna do is whatever that last email, whatever you're selling or booking a call, or booking a consultation, that's what you're gonna see is you're gonna say, so someone just booked with me. I'm like, oh, they must've went through my welcome sequence. (laughs) So I have it all set up for you. All you have to do is send me an email to barbara at barbara and you can put in the subject line i want that welcome sequence or welcome mm-hmm. sequence and i'll send it back to you and i i'll if you have any questions i'm open to help you i'll walk you step by step right through it no
1: problem yeah so guys so barbara has lots of services you could do you know if you are interested if you're like i just want somebody to do this for me this is her zone of genius right she's studied the psychology of words she knows sales she knows beauty she knows all of these things so she can help you put that together you might just want to just take advantage of this welcome series that she's put together for you it's a great way to start your email list going or if you already have an email list you know reach out to them re-engage them because You know, sometimes we build our list and then we're like, ooh, it's been a couple months since I have reached out to them or I've, you know, emailed, right? We all get busy. So no shame. I'm not serving you a shame sandwich today. It's just about like, okay, you know you need to do it. So we're going to help you make it easier. And Barbara has put it together. So you're going to email her. So it's Barbara
2: at BarbaraMurphyShannon, no hyphen, dot com.
1: Oh, hyphen, dot com, Right. Awesome. And you can also follow her on social media. They could probably even just, uh, do you want them just to email you or could they message you on Instagram as well?
2: Yeah, message me as well. And then if you are say you're not at that point where you're ready for the welcome sequence, but you want to learn more about email, I have a newsletter called Foreplay Copy. So you can go on my website and sign up for that. Just click on and I send out a weekly email that gives you a lot of value about how to build your email list, how to like what to write, to do what to do so every week you'll get a lot of information about how to grow your email list and how to really utilize this this is an asset so that's the other part about your list your list nobody can ever take that from instagram can shut down TikTok can shut down everybody can shut down but no one can take your list once you have your list and you get to control the narrative of what you want to say to them it's a business asset it's worth a lot yeah just you know that way and if you're just starting out yeah just One email a week, and it could just be checking in. And you do have a lot more to say than most people think they do. A lot of people think I don't have anything. Like, I can give you some prompts on that, on what to say, because people want to stay connected with you for sure. So, if you can just see one email a week minimum, that'd be awesome.
1: Yeah, it's so true. And you know, it's interesting, because it's so good that you say that and it's such a great reminder, because even think about like last year, when social media went down, when Facebook and Instagram, and people were like panicked, like, how am I going to reach people? Well, if you had an email list, for those of us that do, we just sent out an email, we were kind of laughing about it. Oh, well, you know, these two big platforms are shut down. But hey, we can still connect business can still continue to go on. So You are, as they say, building your business on borrowed land. We've heard, you know, these horrible stories about accounts getting shut down or forget just the platform getting shut down, like individual accounts can get shut down for no reason sometimes. Sometimes it's random. You know, the fake account people take over and those are horrible stories. So just know that email is always there. It's important to continue to nurture those relationships. And so I would definitely take advantage. And I want to also say that... I'm gonna get on Barbara's list I it's funny because Barbara and I have known each other forever but we just reconnected again we kind of went on different paths and we got back together because you know when somebody is good at what they do you want to read those emails just like she just said right so just to get on her email list to see how she is doing it as well and you'll want to get all of that value I think what Barbara has said here is sometimes people think oh I don't want to be spammy or I don't want to bother you're not bothering them if you're always providing value right so think about how you can provide value for your audience how you can continue to show up and then Barbara's gonna walk you through that process and you have it you just don't realize it. you just need her to help you bring it out okay thank you so much Barbara for sharing all of this insight with us and that awesome gift and so great connecting with you again and that's it for today Hi guys. Thank
0: you, everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of the beauty marketing simplified podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe, download, and also leave us a review. Let us know any topics that you would like to hear about and also definitely refer it to a friend. Thank you again for joining us. I'm signing off. This is April with grit and grace, hugs and high fives. See you next week.